0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler, and if this is your first time listening, my mission with this podcast is to leave you with a little dose of inspiration at the end. I simply do this by interviewing some not-so-well-known people who have some awesome advice to share. This week, I am super excited to share with you my interview with my youth director, Keith Neal. He currently lives in Hutchinson, Kansas, but is from Portadown in Northern Ireland, and he will explain to you his move, but he was a big inspiration over my high school journey, and I am very honored to know him and his entire family. If you are in the area and if you're interested, make sure you head to First Presbyterian Church. You will not be disappointed. I hope he inspires you as much as he inspired me.
1: Well, hi, I'm uh, Keith Neal, and uh, as you'll hear, I'm not a, a native of America. Um, I came from Northern Ireland, uh, to Hutchison, Kansas, seven and a half, almost it'll be eight years next February. And uh, yeah, it's been quite quite a journey. Everybody will ask, how on earth do, do you end up in Hutchison, Kansas? And I usually say, well, everybody in Ireland just loans to go to Hutchison, Kansas. <laughs> it's the center of the universe but uh it, it it's been a funny journey for me i was raised all my life in northern ireland in a place called quarter down and uh had a great had a great upbringing good family uh loved sport loved playing um soccer I have to say soccer to you because we said football you'd be thinking <laughs> an american footballer mm. but no um soccer and rugby and all sports and played tennis and um, everything revolved around sport for me, so I wanted to be a sports superstar. Growing up, never happened. Went into the sports business, and and for for a long time, and and then things just developed. I was yeah doing stuff in in church, um, and volunteering as, as a youth worker, and over the years that just grew and grew. That uh, we finally packed in the business that I had and started full time youth working. And ended up somehow in Hutchison, Kansas, but mainly because of a thing called the Ulster Project that brought young young teens across from Ireland uh, to to work and to be involved with other teens in America for a month. And so that was the connection to Hutchinson. Uh, and then her daughter got married; they gave him Hutchinson. So and ha- had a granddaughter, and uh, so there's been plenty of pull to get us to Hutchison. So that's. That's a brief, that's as brief as I ever did, So that's good.
0: That's yeah. perfect. Well, I had the honor of getting you to be my youth director for quite some time. I think it was, well, the four years I was in high school. And then I definitely have kept that relationship yep. up. I love having you in my life. And you were one of the biggest inspirations, especially when I was pretty sick in high school. And that meant the world to me. So I'm so happy to have you on today.
1: Well, I'm so privileged and honored to be on.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, what kind of inspired, you know, this path to help kids find their path with God or not only just find their path with God, but just in general help kids?
1: Yeah, I think it's just something that's always been there. It's uh, You know, I've been thinking about that. What, What starts it off? And I think it's probably my upbringing. I think it's the family you grew up in. And there there was always that desire to just to do something, you know, just to to be someone for somebody. Um, And I think it it did start for me when I went to America on the Ulster Project and people invested in me because they seen potential in me. And I think at the time of 15 years of age, when that's happening to you, that is not in your philosophy. You know, you're not thinking that it's not your philosophy at all. You're just thinking, I'm here to have a good time. But the seeds that were sown there and the things um, that happened there, as you look back on life, you see how they played a big part in making you who you are. So I think it's just always been there. I think it's it's part of my DNA. I don't think there's any magic moment as such when everything clicked. There was just a gradual progression towards it.
0: Do you have anything, because you have definitely kind of, I want not say revolutionized Presbyterian's church the past couple of years, but um, you've definitely upgraded the, not only the youth program, but then also the music program. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, well, music is, between sport and music, those would be two of my passions. So I've been, I was involved at, at home in Ireland uh, and in England and various places with, very, with modern contemporary worship with um although I was brought up Church of Ireland, which is like an uh, which is Anglican and such, and it's can seem quite straight, um they have a a bit of a wild side as well if you should put it. <laughs> and uh and and so that that always appealed to me of developing trying to develop worship that actually people could find a relevance in and didn't find it as odd as maybe it is you know and yeah. and I keep keep saying to people in the water what we do in church, uh, whether we think we're trendy and whether we think we're cool and whether we think this is this is good. To somebody who has never been there before, it's weird. So <laughs> how do you take the weirdness away from that? Um, it has been my goal of, of using you know, videos and using different ways and different types of music and a more relaxed style. Um, I know the church was a bit shocked when I told them, you may start, start this service. And if you wanted to come in your pajamas, that would be great.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I really meant that, you know, to me, we should just be comfortable. It should be like coming home. And that, that's what I've always wanted to try and develop a sense of when you walk into church, it's not an odd place, but it's like being home. You find your home, you find a place to be and be accepted for no matter who you are. And I think that's the important bit. You know, I want. Everybody, Somebody seen potential in me at one stage when I could see no potential in me other than a troublemaker or a bit of a, you know. Um, and and so my, my heart really wants to see people be able to come, baggage, mess, everything, and know they're accepted and know that nobody looks down at them. Because um, that's what I believe the God that I know is like, because he let me in. So, you know. Uh so I think that's that's been the development and it continues to develop and it continues to change and yeah, we we don't do anything wild and wacky as such. <laughs> but for Presbyterians, I was never a Presbyterian that arrived in America, so as I say. Um but it is a bit wild and wacky in, in, in ways. Uh but I think it's relatable. If if it's not relatable, nobody's gonna stay around. That's just my opinion anyway.
0: Yes, I love coming back to church. What you have done in the past couple of years has been amazing. And I am so grateful that you had an opportunity to come to Hutchinson. So is there like anything that you kind of do when you kind of get like that kind of pushback from the church? And they're like, "Mm, maybe not. Where do you kind of like look for inspiration or like how do you move forward with that?
1: Well, I think... People have asked me that question loads of times at different things, you know, about getting pushed back from the church. I have to say, I haven't had pushed back from the church really. You know, people have embraced it. But I think I have found over the years the most important thing is to build up trust. You know, if people don't trust you, <laughs> they're not going to follow you, or else they're like minions. You know, heading towards a cliff. Um, they're 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 being stupid. You know, so. um, I think you have to build up that, that trust and you have to build up a respect that everything that you're trying to do is, is not to rock the boat. It's to actually make a difference. And, and I think if you share that with people and you just don't jump in and automatically just change everything, you know, the new service that we did came because people in church asked, could we do something new? So when people ask you to do something new, you can do something new. And, <laughs> And they sort they sort of accept that and it takes a while maybe for others who don't understand it to accept what's going on. But I think eventually, I think now within the church, whether you go to that contemporary modern service or, or, or not, everybody respects what it's doing, you know, and and they've new faces come into the church and get involved in church who normally wouldn't have walked through the doors, you know. So um for me the pushback hasn't been really there. But over the years, there are things that that you try and and you want to do, and people stand in your way or they don't they don't get it, and you just have to be you just have to be strong, you know. I think that's one of the things that, you know, if you believe in something and you have a passion for something, you need to have the strength to carry that through. So you you know, um, if you're passionate about something that somebody doesn't agree with you. And you buckle on under that and you lose that passion, I think you lose yourself. So uh being strong, uh, knowing where you're going and knowing that it's not just a whim or a fancy you're doing, but you're trying to do something that's appealing, you know. Um it's something obviously I enjoy. And to me, if you enjoy something, then hopefully others will enjoy it as well. You know, so uh pushback hasn't been big, but when I do get, get that, I'm a quite a s- strong, determined person uh, to actually say well you know let's give it a try <laughs> if it if it fails then maybe you you were right I was wrong and that's okay but uh, I think that openness and not just saying that we'll not get everything right and I will certainly not get everything right and we'll make mistakes and we'll fail at some things but it's okay to fail as long as you get back up and as I would say in Kansas get back in the saddle and right <laughs> Right off, you know, and see see what's around the corner, you know.
0: Oh my goodness, that's perfect. Okay, well, I won't want to take too much of your time, but you mentioned earlier that you might have been a bit of a troublemaker. What would your younger self think of what you're doing now and the impact you're making with all these kids?
1: Oh yeah, I think my younger self would have just sat probably and laughed, you know, and thought, really, really. It didn't strike it didn't strike me. I, I wasn't a troublemaker in the sense of oh, it was really bad. It was the fact that if you know, in school all I was interested in was sport, really. Um and so I like to play jokes, I like to be center of attention. Mm-hmm. So in class that that's where the trouble would have came, you know? <laughs> um and and I, I always seen it as well. Everybody else laughed with you, or maybe they were laughing at you, so I'm not sure which of those. But it didn't strike me until I started doing youth work at home uh, for the church that I grew up in, actually. And one of my jobs was that on a Friday, I went into the school with all the other youth workers or ministers, and we took the assembly. We still have assemblies back home. Um, And one of us would have spoke each week. And then you took a class. Of all the kids that were involved in your church or involved in your youth work, you know, and you got forty minutes with them or thirty-five minutes after. So, the, my my first day of speaking in assembly, the vice principal who had, who was my soccer coach, who taught me geography, uh, yeah, who who knew me well, and most of the staff that had taught me were still at the school, and so he got up to introduce me to the students, and uh, and he said. I want to say to you on behalf of all the staff here that the person I'm going to introduce to you and say he's going to come and speak to you this morning as one of the youth workers or pastors is someone who in our wildest dreams we would never have believed (laughs) would stand on this stage for this reason. And I think it was at that moment I sort of thought, oh dear you know, uh, what does that say? But I think the the lovely thing was I always had a great relationship with the staff, you know, and even after I left school and just grew up, met them on the streets, always wanted to talk to you. So I might have been a wee bit of a troublemaker, but it was a nice troublemaker. You know, that sort of, can you be that?
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. I know exactly uh, what you mean.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're just being
1: honorary, as you would say here at times. So uh, <laughs> So I think my younger self would have looked and thought, no, nah, no, you're kidding me, you know? <laughs> but it is what it is.
0: All right. Um. A, what is one of your top inspirational songs that you have or just go-to songs when you're feeling low? It doesn't have to be necessarily one of the songs at church, just yep. anything.
1: They, yeah. I have two that really stick out for me, and they're both from Irish bands as such, and one's from U2, uh, which is With or Without You. Was always a song, and I don't know why, but it just always stuck with me. And I I can turn anything into a spiritual thing, you know. So with or without you, you know, can can there's 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 a sermon in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you maybe give me inspiration for doing a sermon on you you too, and with or without you. Oh,
0: um, you'll have to send me that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'll turn it for sure. <laughs> no, um,
1: but that that has been one of the other ones from a, a band called Snow Patrol, and probably their most famous. So I've been chasing cars, but the one that I really like is just say yes. Um, so you ever get a chance to listen to just say yes, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, to me, it's what I want to be in life. I just want to say yes. You know, I mean, there are times you have to say no, but in God terms, when he says to me, you know, there's more to go for more. I just want to be that person that says, yeah, um, yes, I'll do. I'll do that. So that song has a special meaning. Um, for me too and I thought it would be good to throw in a couple of good Irish bands you know <laughs> yeah. Every everything good comes from Ireland do you say
0: oh really <laughs> <laughs> yes well I, know, I sure know one thing that has been pretty good for Hutchinson in yeah. general <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: well um, any last piece of advice you have to share I think
1: you know everybody thinks if you had that moment when you could share something with someone what would you say and then we draw a complete blank And think, yeah. And after this, this is over. I'll probably think of three or four things that I should have said. (laughs) But I, I just think you know, we we need to be ourselves. I think that this world, we try and be what we think everybody else wants us to be. You know that uh, we have to look a certain way, we have to talk a certain way. You know, if you don't have an Irish accent, you're not talking properly. All that sort of stuff. And we are very driven by. What others think, and I would just say, you know, for, for me, you need to be yourself. Everybody needs to find who they are and their own identity uh, because it's there that you're going to feel happy, it's there that you're going to feel comfortable, it's there that you're going to flourish. Um, because if you're trying to be somebody else and something that you're not, it's just going to be an uphill struggle. And I think that's why we have so many influencers in ways who you think have made it to the top. Of influencing, is that a word? You know,
0: of, yep. of,
1: ins- of influencing. Uh, and, and suddenly, sadly, their life is just shattered around them, or, you know, they've committed suicide, or there's something. And and often we're trying to be, and I think maybe they're trying to be something that they aren't. There's this public image that we try to do who's not, and it isn't really ourselves. So I think fighting yourself, fighting what you're comfortable in, and then just accepting that. It's very hard, you know, just accepting. This, this is me and I have to make the best of me, you know, and, uh, and I think that, that that's a beautiful place to be, you know, when, when you get into that comfort zone, um, I don't like living in a comfort zone. I think it's good to be outside your comfort zone, but not in your personality and who you are as a person, um, be yourself and um, enjoy what that all means, and start to unpack what the other, because we, we have a lot of unpacking to do in life. The older you get in life, <laughs> um, you, you you can see that, you know, there's stuff I should have left behind a long time ago, or there's stuff I wish this had happened, or that had happened. And then when you stop and think, all those things happen for a reason, you know, and they happen because it makes you who you are today. So I think grabbing hold of that and just be yourself, Uh, don't try and imitate anybody else Uh, and just live life to the full whatever that means to whoever's listening you know live life to to the full that's going to mean different things for different people Uh, but don't never sell yourself short
0: that's beautiful I love it so if anyone wanted to find out more about you or connect with you or even possibly come to First Presbyterian for one of those awesome services where would they go?
1: well if if you want to come and visit us, uh, we're we're in Hutchinson um, on two hundred and one East Sherman. The main way to find it is you know you drive down Main Street, you find First National Bank, and you turn down the street, and uh, and you arrive at this big building that's called First Presbyterian Church. Um, <laughs> so you can come along there. You can watch us on online e- each week. Uh, the service that I do is online on a Sunday afternoon. We record it. Um, and you'll find that at on, on our website at fpchutch.org or fpchutch.org slash worship dash online. And if you go on the website, my phone number's there, um, emails are there. Uh, happy to connect up with anybody if they want to have conversation or just want to say hi, or if there's another Irish person out there listening and thinks, oh, I must get talking to somebody else. <laughs> to talks properly um, then please do drop us a line call us whatever yeah
0: awesome well thank you so much for your time today that was
1: not a ton <laughs> thank you see you again
0: and that is it for this week's episode thank you so much for tuning in it truly does mean the world to me if you want to show your support for the quest for new inspiration make sure you check out our merch store and get that bubbly but blunt sweatshirt If you are interested in the new spring colors for the Bubbly But Blunt sweatshirt and t-shirts, DM me on Instagram at The Quest for New Inspiration and I will get a pre-order started for you. Otherwise, to show your support for The Quest for New Inspiration, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Quest for New Inspiration and on Twitter at New Inspiration Pod. And make sure to leave a five-star review or share it with a friend. It truly does make a world of difference for my little podcast.